You're listening to Main Character Energy, a podcast that'll teach you how to become that bitch. Main Character Energy gives you a behind the scenes look at how some of the world's most impactful disruptors, innovators, and creatives came from the bottom and embodied what it means to make it in all forms. Now, let's get into the show. Hello, and welcome back to Main Character Energy. I have my girl, Reagan Farley, with me today. It's so good to have more PR girlies on the pod. Last year, we had Brandy Sims on the podcast, and we were just having like a PR powwow. And there's so many things that I want to do with you and our other, you know, publicist friends this year. So collaboration is the key. And I know that you're all about that. So we're going to talk a lot about collabs today. So welcome, Reagan. Thank you so much, Tiff, for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I can't wait to just dive right now. Yes, there's so much, like I said, that we have planned. There's, you know, I'll talk a little bit at the end for the listeners about, you know, some of the events that we're thinking about doing and some of the things mm-hmm. that we have lined up for the year to just have some really dope conversations around PR and media that I think we need to be having. Um, but first, I'd love to talk a little bit about you and this entrepreneurial journey that you've been on because I see you like you put in the work, you're hustling, you're definitely a boss babe, but I know that it comes with a lot of like intention and care. And so I'd love to hear a little bit about just basically like when you got into yeah. starting your company and really taking off, how that come for you? How do you know that this is what you wanted to do? Yeah. So what's what's so funny, Tiffany, is I knew that I always wanted to be like behind the scenes, pulling the strings, something media related. Maybe I just never knew that it was called PR. In high school, though, I had I was in a multimedia class. This class in particular was like one of the most award winning like programs in the county and like literally one of the only programs of its kind. But it was video production, media relations, graphic design not really publicity, journalism, and writing. But honestly, it was one of the best experiences that I had ever gotten because it kind of gave me that forefront thing to say, hey, no, I don't want to do this, but let me explore other avenues in communications. So fast track from when I did that high school program, going into college and like interning and just different things like that. I had a chance to live in LA for the summer of my senior year to work with Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. And then I served as the vice president of external affairs for student government. And those opportunities made me know, like, hey, no, I want to be in public relations. That's so dope. Well, what a cool opportunity. Like, so how'd you get that opportunity? How'd you get that foot in the door? Yeah. So while at Lincoln University of Pennsylvania, when I served as student government, I got connected with a woman by the name of Ashley Gadd. And she always says, sis, don't shout me out, but I have to always give her her flowers. At the time, she was the publicity director for the entire university. Um, So I interned with her during my senior year. Um, And one day I'm sitting in her office and she goes, hey, do you want to go to California? And I'm like, California, what do you mean? She's like, I got you an internship with Kevin Frazier of Entertainment Tonight. And here's what I need you to do. Call your mom and tell her to, to get you a ticket to California. Yeah, you got to shout out somebody like that. And that's so funny. I also interned for like the media relations director at my university. Yeah. And I always shout her out too. I really just, I recently did an interview where I was like, I can't tell my story without pointing out moments like that because people like that who are advocating for you and getting you that foot in the door, it's the, it changes the whole trajectory of, of your career. So shout out to her. 
And so that's how I got my start. And it's so funny that you, you know, you interned with the media relations director too. But literally, Ashley and I, uh, we're thick as Steve. She's my sorority sister. And it was just, I think it was just me showing up in those moments as a student, wanting to be eager, wanting to learn and kind of taking those things with me to go to somewhere like a California for her to give me that opportunity for me to not only be planning homecoming, because remember I mentioned I was student government. So I'm planning homecoming. I'm walking red carpets. I'm working directly with the industry multimedia veteran like a Kevin Frazier, who's also from Maryland. And I'm doing all of those things and kind of figuring it out from there. And it was so crazy to me. So crazy. So exciting that it's there's something so real about the SGA to to like star intern pipeline to yeah. entrepreneur pipeline. Yeah. Because we have more in common than I thought, because I also was an SGA. It's just this just wow. being in those positions where I guess like Lovely. you kind of really get the autonomy and you get to make decisions, you get to watch decision makers. If I had any advice for college students, SGA and HBCU to like to boil to boil that part of it down. Mm-hmm. I got to do everything. I got to learn everything. Um, even the uh booking manager that I used to work with back in the day, he's now Meek Mills's role manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of those different things. So literally, I'm learning contract negotiation. I'm learning. We back then we used to put together street teams where you know in order to promote Lincoln's homecoming. I would put together a group of students. We would drive to Delaware State. We would drive to like Morgan State University. And we would say, hey, come to our homecoming, blah, 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 blah. So and, cool. and then also we got a chance to get connected with other student governments. So like at that time, I knew University of Maryland Eastern Shore student government. We would always go to their campus. And all of these people that I'm even talking about now have gone on to do great things. So SGA was definitely that foundation for me to like say, hey, Reagan, you can run the world and like you can do it however you wish to. That's great advice. I think that's really slept on. You know, we talk about doing internships and mm-hmm. getting involved on campus different ways. That is key because you got mm-hmm. to meet so many. It's like you were networking before you knew you were networking. Oh, man, yeah, really. And then they have something called NASAP. So it's the National Association of Student Affairs Professionals. There's 105 HBCUs. Don't quote me on that. But at least if there are 105 HBCUs, at least 50 or 60 HBCUs go, if not more. So you're literally meeting people from everywhere and not just student governments, but you're meeting their royal courts, their Mr. and Mrs. And we're literally all planning homecoming for the year. Like when we go to this meeting, we're all planning homecoming for the year. We're meeting new people. We're establishing relationships. And some of those people have gone on to run like HBCU Buzz and just like national journalists and just different people, you know, like that. So, yeah, I've met some really great people. The relationship right building now. started early. It did. You know, the P- PR is all yeah. about the relationships. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is our bread and butter. And at this point, I mean, now in your career, you know, of course, you're an entrepreneur, you're a publicist, you're a strategist. You've worked with different companies. I know you worked with Fox and NBC Universal, Def Jam. You've worked with talent on carpets and I know you really love working with nonprofits as well, but at this point in your career, what is a collaboration that you're especially proud of? Anything recent that you're especially proud of? Well, man, I know everything you're proud of. Tiffany, because if I always knew that I would be in PR, like literally throwing it back to Ashley, my, my big sister, my mentor, I would always tell her these three things when I was in college. I wanted to live in New York. I wanted to live in LA and I wanted to work in entertainment. Now, stubborn 18, 19, 20-year-old Reagan was stubborn, right? Like, 
And I knew that that was going to happen. I didn't know how, but I knew that I was going to do those three things. I have done those three things. And although things have changed and I'm in Atlanta now, there are so many things that I'm proud of because one, coming where I'm from, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. I'm an HBCU graduate. I didn't go to a bigger school, though, like your Howards or your Spellmans or, you know, anything like that. So our opportunities there even look a little bit different. But what I will say, what I'm most proud of is, and it's so crazy because it's also humbling, even when I look back at it, my business partner and I have gotten a chance to work with Harvard University. I used to work nationally with NAACP, but, you know, they have become a client, United Negro College Fund. And I'm saying those things because I remember sitting in those seats trying to figure it out. And not that I have it all figured out right now, but I think what I am most proud of is I can look back and say, Reagan, like 18-year-old Reagan, I'm proud of you, sis. Like, you've done this on your terms. So I'm, I'm most proud of anything that gives me the opportunity to showcase, hey, like, my PR skill set. And no matter the client, because, again, we've had many that have been recognizable, notable, and things like that. But I think I'm really, really most excited about the ones that support HBCUs because that's where I came from. Support Black women because that's where I, I've come from. Yeah, like, I don't, I can't name one I thing. I love just, it. Yeah, yeah, just giving back into our community yeah. and, like, yeah. putting other people on. Like, I know that yes. that's what you love to do is just keep yeah. putting other people on. And then what better way to show gratitude for what where you came from than to, you know, put it forth that way. I remember we were working on United Negro College Fund's Mayor's Mask Ball with Anthony Anderson. And this was a joint project with one of our really good friends, Ariana Drummond. She's out in L.A. So we did the L.A. event. Then the national office of United Negro College Fund called us to say, hey, we want to work with you all on a national PR campaign that we're doing. So wow. just see those things. And yeah. my alma mater is not a UNCF school, but United Negro College Fund gives scholarship money to HBCUs. My school is Thurgood Marshall. But same concept, right? Like, literally, I'm sitting there. I'm like, how did you all do this? And it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you been, you you were so intentional this whole time yeah. that you really, yeah. you could have predicted it almost. Like, you really set the pace for yourself. Yeah. So I wonder, like, for you, how often do you do that self-reflection? Because it's like, you mm. just said that 18-year-old Reagan would be so proud. And you're looking back, like, I've lived a lot of different lives at this point. Like, you've been in every, you've been in every city. <laughs> been in every industry yeah. almost. <laughs> so yeah. how often do you self-reflect? I do it a lot because also, too, none of this comes without challenges either, right? Of course. Don't make me cry. None of it comes without challenges. And yeah. I think sometimes in entrepreneurship, and I, I posted this on Threads, sometimes we don't always see the setbacks that come with things. Or entrepreneurship, we just think is so pretty and we want to be like this next person and, you know, all of those things. But entrepreneurship is not pretty. It's oh. rough. It has its ebbs and flows. It it does all of those different things. So I self-reflect often. I have to get back into my journaling, journaling mode because I think, you know, I'm better when I do that. I, I'm more focused when I do that. So mm -hmm. I try to self-reflect often. But even having this conversation with you, I'm like, man, can you really believe that you lived in all three cities? You, you work with an Ivy League college. And again, I come from an HBCU and that's not even my lane. But yeah. we see you out, and it's just like, but wow. you're here. But you're Ooh. here. That self-reflection, I know. I get, I get like that, too, just as an entrepreneur, because 
we, we like you said, we have to do that work to do that self-reflection because mm-hmm. it's part of our moving forward. Like we mm-hmm. have to do that often. And, you know, of course, we just had like the end of the year and yeah. the new year is like a great time for self-reflection, right? Like you're like, what did I do this year? Time can move so quick and you could be so in the hustle and bustle that you almost forget to look back. So yeah. for this year, what do you have a word for this year or intention for this year? Like what era is Reagan in? Reagan is in her refocusing era. I want to get back to, and I think I've lost that a little bit. I'm not saying that I'm trying to hustle, 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 right? But I think what I want to get back to is the hunger that I had when I first started in the industry. I miss that girl sometimes because I, I was it. everywhere. I was talking to people. I was moving around. I was in the rooms. I think, one, the pandemic, you know, made yeah. us slow down. But then, two, I just also think that life is changing. Mm-hmm. And I I want to get back to that refocused Reagan, that hungry Reagan, that Reagan that was still learning and remaining a student. So I think my word for this focus. I like that remaining a student. I think that's important because we forget like, of course, of course, in our industry, we have to stay on top of things and teach ourselves. But there's things outside of that that we have to be students of. Like there's so many, so yeah. many lessons to be learned. Yeah. yeah. How do you want to do that more? Like, yeah, I think I think that's attending more conferences. Mm-hmm. I think that is, you know, going to more industry events and, you know, being in Atlanta and networking. I think there's so many things that can come from it, but being intentional and being in the right rooms. But I think sometimes we get so caught up in I'm the expert, I'm the expert, I'm the expert. Yes. But we don't know it all. We don't know it all. So you got to get back outside. Yes, that's right. Well, that's why. Yeah. And that's why my word is alignment, because I want these things that like the seeds that I've planted to like really come together in ways that make sense for me. Because sometimes like when you're an entrepreneur, you feel like we could do anything like we could do anything. And it gets crazy when you think about it like that. Like I can go in any which direction. Like I'm making my own reality. Mm-hmm. But the alignment piece is like, for example, I'm so glad we connected this year to be like, yeah. let's like, let's talk, let's collab, like let's make space for women yeah. like us who are doing yeah. this. And that's what I want more of this year. Reagan and I are doing like a talk at the end of the month. Like we want to yeah. have this like PR media chat just to talk about the landscape of the industry and just be like really real and have people just come to the table and just open it up. And I realized like time goes by so quick before you realize that you weren't outside, you weren't connecting with people. Like I'm over here in my own silo sometimes as yeah. an entrepreneur, which is hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I miss that. Like I miss that 22-year-old living in LA hunger yeah. to like just go out there and get it. Because there, and of course you know this too, a lot of business right now comes from social media. It comes yeah. from social media, but I think we will never miss the element of human connection. And that still being a very lucrative way to meet people, get to know people, establish relationships. So I miss that, you know, meeting people at a networking event or, you know, collaborating just off of personal relationship. A lot of people just simply do business just because they like you. Yeah. So, yeah. I've learned that so much. Just the yeah. power of people like she has yeah. good energy. I want to work with her. Like, yeah. that's really what it is. That and is I, I spent the uh, Q4 doing a lot of like reconnecting the Q4 last year, like just trying to like do more coffee calls with people, reconnecting with people. And what? so much has come from even just that where it's like step outside of your own. And I'm like, I used to do this all the time. Like you said, like, mm-hmm. especially, you know, you used to live in New York where it's like there's stuff, there's networking stuff to do every day. Like there'd be mm-hmm. 
there'd be something going on every single day and I was always out there. So it's getting back to that. But it's also, like you said, thinking about how am I taking care of myself in the process? Like we are kind of in a different stage. So I I love the motto that you live by. Like I love that you say the dream is free, but the hustle sold separately. I love that. And it's one of those things where like we hustle to get here. Like we were definitely in that girl boss era, right? Like just like making moves to get to where we need to be. But at this point, while you're like, trying to get back to that and you're you're in that grit what what is kind of like your go-to for self-care in the process because we can't burn out we can't burn out we have to keep going i've been starting to get back into yoga that's something that i love there was a yoga studio and i'm so mad that it's gone at the bottom of my apartment in atlanta and i've I've been gone for a few months i've been gone since like october and i'm just getting back home and the yoga studio is gone but I'm like midtown Atlanta, so there's something somewhere mm-hmm. that I could probably like walk to and find. Facials, yeah. massages, all of those good things are like super, super amazing and helpful. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And I, I think my thing too is like, you know, we schedule like our whole lives as business owners. Yep. I need to be scheduling the massages in more. Like, <laughs> we gotta schedule. We gotta schedule all of that. Yeah, like, we gotta schedule everything. So. Definitely, like, even for me, too, the biggest decompression that I can do that's just accessible and quick is, like, I'm having a rough week. I'm taking a bubble bath. Like, I'm taking a bath. I'm lighting all my candles. You know what I mean? Like, just things Mm -hmm. like that that we have to incorporate in throughout to regulate. But, again, movement, too. Just movement, human connection. So much time can go by before we're doing those things. So. That's definitely something that I'm trying to be more intentional about as well. At this point, like as you move forward in the collaborations, like who are you looking to collaborate with or what types of collaborations are kind of of interest to you? One of the things I want to say to you, though, is thank you. I don't know if you remember this, but you sent the client my way. I don't know if it was next year because one, everything is a blur. Like, yeah, time. Like, I have no concept of time. I don't know about 23 or 22. So, one, like, you know, thank you for that. So, I think what that shows in your elements of collaboration is that collaboration is selfless. And I always say this like, we don't have to compete to eat. Although we're in the same industry, you can send things Tiffany's way and I can send things, you know, who, whoever's way if I can't fulfill it at the moment. So, I definitely got to send something your way and not, I know that you did not do that for me to do that, but I do I just want to say you. thank you. And girl, I'm sending somebody. <laughs> you'll, you'll hey, I'm open to it. But, but like you said, it's the, it's being in abundance like that. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like I'm like, cause I know I've, I, I've been watching you for a long time and like, I see the talent, like I see what you've been doing and just to be like, you know what? I know somebody's super capable, like over here, like, it helps everybody. Like it, it's yeah. great to see that yeah. that worked out, and I love to see it. But like you said, like we all can work together and build towards something together. Yeah. And it's the biggest disservice you could do yourself as like a business to think that everybody's competition or everybody is. Oh, yeah, like it. You'd be surprised. Like we, since we want to scale and we want to continue to have bigger, better opportunities, you learn that collaboration is how you get there. Yeah, 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 for sure. So so with that being said, who am I? 
I will say clients that I'm looking forward to this year. I want to explore NIL. I want to get more into that sports arena. I think that that is an interesting arena to be in. And Mm -hmm. I uh, played basketball for like a few years. I just didn't play in college. So definitely interested in that space. Definitely want to continue in the nonprofit area. I'd love to explore fragrance a bit more because I'm just very passionate about fragrance and scents and how that impacts your mood and all of that good stuff. Restaurants. We are actually working on a restaurant grand opening in Baltimore. And those are actually starting to come in abundance as well. That's Um, cool. Yeah. So I I know like that's the, those are the spaces that I want to play in this year. Collaborate with. I definitely want to think about that. Yeah, I mean that. Even just speaking that, it does wonders. I can't wait to listen back to this and see <laughs> see all the things that came to fruition. Because yes. it's yes. about to be that. Well, we we're gonna have a really great chat at the end of the month that I want to plug real quick because LinkedIn Audio on January thirty first at six p.m. We're going to be doing you know talking about PR and media relationships and just like the changing landscape of things and. We're inviting all different types of media professionals to come. Of course, if you're NPR, if you're a journalist, editors, things like that, we really want to have a robust conversation just about how things are changing. And even if you're not in those, even if you're not a media professional and you want to hear and you want to kind of get some insight on how these things work, I would really encourage it. So I'll make sure that I put that in the show notes. I think it'd be a really great, there's so much to unpack in this conversation, but I think that there was a there's a really great recap that I think I'll probably also put in the show notes of when Reagan and a few other PR girlies had a talk about PR not being a scam Ooh. following following <laughs> some online discourse. Do you want to give us some cliff notes from that conversation? Reagan? Right. I'll yeah. make sure people watch it. But. So long story short, and, and thank you for for mentioning that. Long story short, you'll see a lot of chatter on the internet about like PR being a scam, folks hiring publicists and really not getting, you know, what they think that they paid for. But I think what I will say about that is, did you educate yourselves on what PR actually is? First, PR is not marketing. PR is results are not as tangible because with marketing, when you mention things like ROI, which is a marketing term, your return on your investment is seeing numbers from that billboard that you paid for. It's seeing numbers from that radio advertisement. It is a sales-driven something. But PR is not sales-driven. PR is visibility-driven. The return on investment that you get from public relations is through the visibility that you see. It's through the media articles. It's through all those things. And it is not a sales-driven tactic. So I think when people say PR is a scam, is because they're confusing marketing, PR, advertising, and all of those things in to one thing and we are not the same we are not the same that was a perfect like that was a perfect summarization of that conversation i think another big thing to mention too is like yeah like people want these quick results what that we know come from marketing and advertising there's the long game yep yep pr is the long game i'll say it again (laughs) you're investing you're seeing these stories it's you're using narratives you're using storytelling to get that visibility you're working with news cycles. You're working with, you know, what's relevant, what's current, what are people talking about? It's not something that you could just do. But there's a lot more to unpack, especially in the conversation that we're having on LinkedIn Audio, which, again, I'll put in the show notes, talking a lot about, you know, what the expectations are and some of the blurred lines that are starting to come about with things like pay for play and things that look like PR but aren't really PR but are being called PR. There's, yeah. there's, there's a lot to dissect there. So. 
we'll definitely, you know, have that conversation and uh, I'll probably do some sort of replay on here for everybody too. But, but before we go, Reagan, it, I'm so glad that again, we just connected more recently and it's so much to come, so much to come. I know you'll be here in New York soon too. So yeah. And I can't wait to just like really sit down, break bread. I don't know if you'll be in Atlanta soon, but just to literally get to know each other more, see how we can support each other, literally to whatever you need. You've always been so genuine. However, I can support. Appreciate yes, you, girls. Just let me know. Likewise. 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 So I know that today is, at the time of this recording, it's Founders Day. There's some celebrations. to be, It's MLK Day. There's some celebrations Holiday. to be had. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, do you want to say, do you want to give your stories a shout out real quick? Yes. Happy 116th years to the illustrious ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha who have set this down standard, paved the way for sisterhood, scholarship, and service. Ewe, Soul Roars, it's Founders Day. Yes, I love it. Yes, celebrations to be had, so we won't keep you too much longer, but let us know where we can find you again online yes. and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm on all social media platforms. So Ray the Publicist, R-A-E-T-H-E-P-U-B-L-I-C-I-S-T on all social media platforms. Perfect. And of course, we'll have that in the show notes. You are such, you're such a publicist. You're so on it on all platforms. Consistency. We love to see it. Imagine if I was underscore X, Y, Z, Harley, something else. It, just, it doesn't work. It's just not as, it just, you know, just it just doesn't roll as well. Well, thank you so much, Reagan, for being on. I can't wait to see what all you accomplished this year. And keep that main character energy going, girl. Thank you so much. Yes, main character energy. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Main Character Energy. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating or a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Be sure to follow on social at Tiff or Die and Main Character Energy Pod to access exclusive content and get a behind-the-scenes look as well as resources to help you become that bitch. See you next week.